Hey, it's Sky Brothers here. View from the cheap seats this week. We have an unbelievable guest. Uh, he played for in the NFL, had over ten thousand six hundred yards rushing, and now he's got a great acting career. He's Thomas Q. Jones. Man, did you have fun on the show? Man, I had a blast on this show. Thank we you so much deep. for inviting me. Yeah, we got super deep, man. It was early in the morning out here in the West Coast. Man, Listen, y'all, got man, my, y'all got my brain working early, man. Talk so. Issues. I'm yeah. talking issues. I'm saying, look, we got so deep, we put her butt to sleep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, like a breast augmentation? Yeah. Augmentation. That's what you say when you, that's like in what you would say for David Fincher boobs. Like, <laughs> right. it's, it's a film. David it's Fincher's boobs have been all over the Mystic Party. Andrew Bowser joins us and gives advice on mermen, crazy cats, and twins. Hit it, Ghost DJ. Welcome, Welcome to the, the Mystic Party, Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. We are now recording with your hosts. I'm Bria Grant, Southern California's leading psychic. And I'm Zane Grant, professor of occult studies at University of, of St. Louis, Missouri. Oh. oh, yeah, that's good. This is like, uh, uh, that's right. It. It's, it's, it's a <laughs> great thing to say about St. Louis. Yeah, it's a great school. Oh, good. The cheerleaders. Are awesome. Mm-hmm. Big boobs. Never even thought about it. Okay. See, we um uh, we got Kiki back this week, and um we just talked a little, had a long segment on boobs, and we realized we weren't recording. So now that is lost to the ether. Sorry, no one gets to hear our opinion. I but fucked hey. up, and they put me back in the cage. <laughs> pause we put this. Kiki back in the cage. So hashtag free Kiki. Just pause this and go look up some boobs on. Let's search David Fincher boobs. Yeah, that was the conversation. And then. Come back and you'll Did David know. David Fincher have a boob job? Breast augmentation, Kiki. Oh, Breast sorry. augmentation. Political correctness. Hey, we have a guest today. It's uh, I'm going to reintroduce you. Ready for this? Uh, it's Andrew Bowser in the Hello, house. Hey, in hey, the hey, house. Hey. Wait for your live studio audience. There oh. it is. There, there they are. There they are. Beautiful. A hundred so women, two hundred boobs. Yeah, two hundred <laughs> of them. Two hundred wow. breasts. Hey, thanks for being here. Andrew. Hey, thanks for having me. Um. If you ever, if there's 200 boobs somewhere, there are. I'll appear. Uh, I would say there's probably a lot of places where there's 200 boobs. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to name a few for you, okay? okay. Mardi Gras? Yeah. Uh, the city of New York? Yes. Uh, any public university? Sure. Any public school, high school? Okay. You're going to be there? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I, uh, no. The world's largest gangbang. God, uh, I'd probably be outside on the sidewalk going, what's going on in there? <laughs> Do you find that that's your position on most weird things that when there's sex happening, yes. you're on the outside going, what's going on in there? Ever and that's, since, your, that's your position? Ever since the, what was it, the fifth grade when John T. Hamilton, uh, I thought he and this John T. is somebody's name, first of all. Yeah, John T. Yeah. Okay. J-O-N-T-E with the, you know. Oh, uh, I see. I see what you're saying. John Tay. John Tay. I thought him and this girl I liked had been fooling around. So I thought, uh, yeah. So they were what? They were like kissing. Were they holding hands in the stairwell? Uh-huh. Uh, no. John Tay informed me uh-huh. that she sucked his dick, Ooh. and that's when I realized I will forever be on the outside of what's actually happening <laughs> when it comes to people's sexual activity. <laughs> John T. Hamilton blew my mind because I think at that age I didn't even know what the fuck he was talking no, about. That's so confusing. You're like, yeah. Sucks. I was like, but now, now, did that hurt John T. <laughs> How did you deal with her teeth? 
Yeah. But you're married, so you know about sex. Yes. Right. How long have you been married? <laughs> uh, five years. So How long have yet? you been sexually active? So you don't know yet. You guys, because you don't really have start having sex till year six, right? <laughs> Wait. I don't know much about marriage, but that's yeah. what I thought the rules are. No, you fast for the first five. Yeah, okay. And then... <laughs> fast for five years? Yeah. And then in year six, uh, it gets crazy. Uh huh. Yeah. And then yeah, you kind of downshift from there. Okay. Yeah. After that, it just gets like then you yeah. just start running around in bear suits and right. eating sushi. It's it wild. Yeah. Marriage is weird. Right. What's Ma- going marriage on is crazy. In there? Sorry, it's crazy. What's going on in there? Yeah. That's going to be your catchphrase. What's, What's going on in there? That's good. That's good. Yeah. So I'm going to point to you if there's a moment we sure. need it. We're going to. I'm going to point right to you. Uh, that's my sure. proctologist catchphrase. What's going on? <laughs> in there? Yeah. That's good. That was pretty good. Followed by like a zing sound effect of some kind. Doctor, I'm having a problem with my butt. What's going on in there? Um, I think every every improv scene should start with that initiation. (laughs) Doctor, what's going on with my butt? Doctor, what's going on with my butt? What's going on in there? You know, you should always play it uh, real. You should play it as... There's truth in comedy, guys. Yeah. And yeah. you got to play it close to your yourself. Yeah. And we all have to have a doctor look at our butt sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think I've ever had a doctor look I've got a good story about that, too. Okay, please. Oh. <laughs> uh, the first time I had a doctor look at my anything. Uh-huh. Down, it was your butt? Down there. Well, it was butt, balls, anything. Sure. Okay. Um, when he had me drop my... He'd been making conversations, small talk with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying, what do you want to do? You know, I want to be a filmmaker. I want to be a director one day, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, great. And then he said, uh, well, it's good you want to be behind the camera because uh, you're no Brad Pitt. Drop your pants. Oh. <laughs> That's what he said before I dropped my pants and had to let him touch me and while I coughed and looked to the left, et cetera. And oh. also, yeah. No Brad Pitt, though. Butt stuff. No Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah Who really is that. another Brad Pitt? Now, let's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> right. Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt's twin. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Tad Pitt. Tad, old Tad, 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 Tad Pitt, who didn't do quite as well, but he does. He doubles for Brad yeah. sometimes. He's a good guy. He's so nice. Like every time you meet him, you're like, "Poor Tad, mm-hmm. yeah. never gonna do well." And the deceased triplet, Sad Tit. Oh, oh. Gosh, Sad Tit. He changed his last name because it would be funny. <laughs> yeah. So Sad Tit, who got into the porn industry, that was the female twin. It's like the Zeppo, the Zeppo Marx brother. <laughs> yeah. Started out part of the crew, and then he kind of slowly. Yeah. Why did he leave? Well, he left because he became a manager, uh, more of a talent manager in the industry. Yeah. Is that true? It is. Yeah. Zeppo was like, yeah, I'd rather kind of be on the uh, little behind the scenes. Uh, he, he never talked. Talented. That was a different one. No, that's Harpo. Harpo. Yeah. Harpo, yeah. So Which is kind of like Oprah, but like backwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Bowser. Bowser. You yeah. know my Bowser now, these days. I do. Since when? You know, everybody called my father Bows. And I, but I never received that nickname mm. until I actually, until I started taking improv at UCB, oh, Zane takes that. my first teacher, uh, Will McLaughlin, he just started calling me no, Bowser. I yeah. Oh. And it stuck. Yeah. He's been popping up Yeah, I haven't seen him in a and it stuck. And then I happened to get a job that had another Andrew already employed. And mm-hmm. so people just didn't, it wasn't even an option. You just oh. had to do it. You had Where to go with Bowser. Bowser. So Did you ever stuck. do Andy? Oh yeah, Drew. Uh-huh. Oh, My sister's you did all me of Drew. them. Oh man, I've been. Whew. You've done all the Andrew iterations. Yeah. My sisters call me Drew. Still. Uh-huh. My mother calls me Andy or Andy Panda. Well, that's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess that's what we're gonna call you oh, the rest great. of the show. <laughs> um, 
So, Andy Panda, tell the folks at home all about the things you've been doing. I've been very much enjoying your show on Nerdist.com called um, Terror Twins. Mm -hmm. I think it's very genius and combines things that I love. Uh, Funny women, horror... Boobs, mm-hmm. and boobs, celebrities, and spider boobs. Yeah. So the <laughs> so our main question is, <laughs> yeah. how'd you get those boobs so big? <laughs> right. Well, yeah. well. So we partnered with Lucasfilm. Tune. <laughs> <laughs> I nodded like I was like interested. I was like, all right, okay. I'm yeah, taking they, notes. They Let open me take a, a new pin. division. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Terror Twins present. Uh, they were characters that first appeared in a short that I did called Monster Machine. Seen it? Which very was, good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of a spinoff of a feature I did called The Mother of Invention. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, which had a character named Vincent Dooley in mm. it. Uh, Vincent Dooley, funnily enough. Received some acclaim when Attack of the Show featured a clip of Vincent Dooley. Never heard of it. On their Around the Net mm-hmm. uh, segment. Uh, so then years later, I made this short Monster Machine, and I thought they should have, uh, Monster Machine should have an Elvira-esque intro. And I wrote Elvira's manager, and he said, She's no. really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, we had that conversation on the show, that she's very expensive. Well, yeah, and, and there's just no, you can't explain anything to her manager. No, she's really probably like 150 out. years yeah. old. And he's like made of bones and dust, right. and and, yeah. and like in nineteen eighties film scripts, like yeah. stapled to his face. Right. Yeah, <laughs> creep show three through six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so he said no. So I thought, well, I'll just devise my own Elvira homages, That's and that I mean. became the Terror Twins. And then I reached out to these two actresses who I had not worked with before, and then only once they started performing the roles did it. Did they really become? characters that had comedic personalities Mm -hmm. and i thought oh there's really a fun dynamic there now we've actually done more with the terror twins than the characters from monster machine oh sure um and so now at nerdist we've done the terror twins present which is a faux talk show uh yeah where these women from the netherworld interview people and one of them is correct me if i'm wrong Mm -hmm. she's on a herald team at UCB. She, I believe, is on a Harold and a Maud team. And a Maud mm. team. Yeah. Yes. And, and they're both undead in real life. Yeah. They're, they're, they're both, undead. Uh, both undead. Uh-huh. And um, they, you know, it takes a lot to keep them satisfied and happy. Uh, so you feed them mostly like... Uh, like souls. Like, souls. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say worms yeah. and maggots, but yeah. souls. Oh, that's it's a really... It's that's a tough just... one. Where do you like to find your souls? I well I I hire a what's called a psychic vampire. Oh great! Who is also a DJ? Oh, oh fun! That's so fun. So the psychic vampire feeds uh-huh. off energy. Mm-hmm. Not I forget what the other term is for a vampire that actually feeds off blood, but a psychic vampire needs energy. What's a great way to harvest energy? <gasps> Dancing. Yeah. Club environment. Yeah, great. So he's actually in Pittsburgh, and he spins uh-huh. uh, under the moniker DJ Soul Sucker. Wow. And he's nice enough to split. His harvest half and half with me, so I can keep the show running. That's amazing. Keep the women happy, yeah. That's pretty amazing. He's also a sous chef at an Applebee's. Oh wow! Yeah. I love Applebee's. They have a great uh, sizzling apple pie. They're great. I um, feel like we should have him on the show sometime. We Not should. to suck our souls, but just to learn all about the yeah. industry. I don't well, know much. Know much uh, about this. I'm his manager, and oh. he's incredibly expensive. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So you've moved behind the camera. Yeah. On that. Well, right. instead, maybe we'll play that Ravenloft campaign. Yeah, let's do that instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, that's very exciting. Okay, so Terror Twins, you were talking about that. And then you also do a podcast. I do. A similar podcast to ours, but not really similar at all. It's just that people were like, this podcast is exactly like yours. And I was like, no, it's really not like ours. 
I don't even think you have a degree in crypto psychology. I don't. Okay. I don't. I like to think of myself as a uh, self-professed okay. expert of the occult and of paranormal, occult. Okay. but have no accreditation whatsoever. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Um, a lot of that going around. Yeah, there yeah. is. I mean, we don't approve, but that's fine. Whatever, no, totally. whatever you want to, if you want to rip people off, that's fine, I guess. And I think we can agree to disagree. Oh, okay, um, man. I mean, you know, it's all, you know, we spent thousands of dollars on yeah. our crypto psychology degrees and we, you know help people every single week with all their paranormal problems. Yeah. For an exorbitant fee. When we charge an exorbitant fee, but they go to you and you're like really cheap right. is what I hear. Like dirt cheap. I, yeah, I just watched a really old sexploitation film about a coven of witches that also have sex with each other. Mm-hmm. And to, for me, that was enough. That was, was your like, education. I yeah, I get it. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know. Kind of offensive. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I get the job done. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, and so people come on your show and they talk about their um, paranormal experiences that they've had. Yeah, we try to find people that are kind of in the industry, whether it's video games or film, uh-huh. uh, that also have spooky experiences. So, like, all the cool people of the world, like, no lamos. No, first rule like, no of our normals, podcast is no, no lamos. Yeah, no, no lamos, no randos. Yes, exactly. No okay. lamos, no randos. Uh-huh, sure. Uh, can enter here. Mm -hmm. And so they come in and they tell you their story. Yeah, and sometimes they don't think they have any spooky shit to speak of. That was so the original. So then why the fuck had they come exactly. on the show? Exactly. Well, you do punch the them a little bit. Jog their memory. <laughs> we find out by the end normally that, that they do. We had a guest recently that said, uh, I, yeah, I don't really have any personal experiences of my own. And then toward the end, she said, oh, no, I'm sorry. Actually, almost monthly, I have a waking nightmare that a dark force is pinning me to my bed. <laughs> but she didn't remember that? She didn't remember Whoa. until we so had So you like, brought that left. out of her, or maybe that vampire DJ that's friends of yours like brought yeah. that out of her brain. We were playing his tracks. We were playing his tracks. Playing his tracks, and it like, brought it out. Yeah. It was, like a, it was a, hidden, yeah. a hidden memory. What do you call those? Repressed. Repressed uh, memory. Hidden memory. I don't believe in repressed memory. You don't believe in them at all? No. Why, why not? I think it's a myth. By, perpetuated by whom? By L. Ron Hubbard. Okay, fair enough. There it is. I believe you. Um, crack it open. Yeah, crack it right open, Zane. You said, heard it here first on, on Mystic Party. L. Ron Hubbard. Repressed, repressed memories. memories. Were invented by L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> I think you could say almost anything uh, about L. Ron Hubbard, and it may it, it's not true. the first time it's been said. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. That's actually really he good He stole point. the idea from a man named Sigmund Freud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heard of him. Big fan of the show. But he's been written out of history, so yeah. nobody right, sure. knows. We, no, no, one's, no one really knows who that guy is. Yeah. Well, Andrew, um, Bra- Bowles, oh, I'm sorry. Whoa. A- uh, what and- happened to Andy Panda? Andy Panda. 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 <laughs> Listen, Pandy Panda. Um, we uh, we're gonna do the part of the show. Um, we're doing it a little bit different today, viewers listening. Viewers listening. Um, we are not, by the way. We do not have a video. Oh, thing you're feed pissing today. off that one guy. The one guy who watches our video feed. I'm sorry, we don't have a video feed today because the computer is not. What's working. The, who's the one guy? Oh, he's just some dude. He's Does really he have a cool. Fun username. Yeah. It's NPR hallucinations. Actually, that is the guy who does talk to us a lot. He's he lives in Baton Rouge. Cool. I know. I've, I've I've talked to him. Nice. Yeah. I think he has one of the best Instagram feeds on the internet. That's true. Wow. I'm a fan. It is really cool and weird. What's the Instagram feed called? It's called. You want me to look it up? I don't know. Right, I think it's called NPR hallucinations. Okay. M M P R M as in. Mama. Okay, great. Um, 
Well, so that today we're doing a show um, where we, um, since we have an expert on the occult here, we thought we would take questions from viewers, callers, you know, call in any time, um, and, uh, you know, get his opinion, which we may or may not agree with, but, you know, whatever, he claims yeah. to be an expert on the occult. Um, we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah, but first we want to do part of the show, we always have to touch on this week's news stories, give a little advice, give a little discussion. Keep um, people up to date. Keep people up to date on what's going on in the paranormal community um, on a segment we just call News Stories. Uh, it doesn't have a better name. Can we hear a song, a theme song? Oh, I'm ready. Oh, let's hear it. It's a pretty good song. recording you would be required to dance to that yes just so you know. and i'd be fine with that okay fine. yeah um so kiki uh let's hear our first news story yes bria mm-hmm. i'm ready for you momentarily i'll do it's so much better when you're here and i'm not trying to do the computer myself it's so much better when you're here it's so much better when it's you're so here. much better when i'm in this cage <laughs> it's so much better when i remember to hit record if you do a good job of reading we'll let you out of that cage okay can i have a pancake no pinkies. <laughs> Hashtag free kiki. <laughs> All right. First in paranormal news this week, thousands of spiders bleed out of the walls, that's in quotation marks, and force family from home. Was this in the White House again? No, not the White House this time. <laughs> A family was driven from their suburban St. Louis home by thousands of... St. Louis. I know. Zane, were you there? Did you cause this? Nobody knows. <laughs> A family was driven out of their suburban St. Louis home by thousands of venomous spiders that fell from the ceiling and oozed from the walls. Brian and Susan Trost uh, bought the $450,000 home overlooking two golf holes at Whitmore Country Club in Weldon Spring in October 2007. Soon after that, they started seeing brown recluse spiders everywhere, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch reported. Susan Trost told St. Louis television station came off TV that in 2012, the spiders started bleeding out of the walls and at least two pest control companies were unable to eradicate the infestation. Um, and the story continues, by the way, where they moved out of the house and they sued the original owners. This is, it just got really long. They sued the, the people who sold it to them because they didn't tell them about the spider, the spiders that bleed out of the walls. And um, they won, but then the people who owned the original house were bankrupt, so they didn't have to pay them any money. They won, like, $470,000. Was it like Jaws? Which was the Jaws where the Jaws followed the family? I'd like to think that even if they moved, those spiders... Those spiders were just everywhere they went. So they moved to Gavis St. Louis, somewhere else, and they're like, Honey, Mm -hmm. are you ready for your morning pancakes? (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I like that idea. But but it would be... The Ghost Shark? Wasn't that a sci-fi movie? Um, Probably. Ghost Shark. I watched that one. I think I know those people. Wouldn't a Ghost Shark be less threatening? No, it was great. (laughs) Ghost Shark could hurt you. Okay, here's the rules about Ghost Shark. Cool. I think it was called Ghost Shark. But he could end up, he could be in any any body of, any water. He could be in any water. It didn't have to be salt water. 
And also, it did not have to be like so. For so example, a like a yes, good example. Another example: kids washing a car. They're like spraying the hose in the air, and the ghost shark jumps out <laughs> no. and eats the kid. Yes, you got it. Oh, I saw it on the Sci-Fi shit. Channel, so it's real, obviously. Yes. Um, somebody drinking a glass of water it happens, yeah. and the ghost shark jumps out, goes into their stomach, and then bursts out of their stomach. Pretty mm-hmm. horrifying. And then, of course, the lead characters at some point accidentally end up in a place where there's a fire, and the and the like water sprinkler system oh, starts God. raining and then ghost shark just he is out for revenge yeah. he's a revenge based shark he's, yeah very vengeful yeah spirit. yeah and so he's coming after them for revenge wow little known fact about sharks vengeful they don't forgive very easily yeah mm-hmm. they're like elephants they never forget mm-hmm. but they're like they have big teeth yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah that sounds horrifying if you, everywhere you went there were um there were spiders following you I hate that so much. I had a similar problem with termites, and they didn't bleed. I wonder what what quantifies the spiders arriving bleeding. as bleeding. It's a good my, I had termites falling from my ceiling, and there was a time when it felt like I was in a horror movie because they would just drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, while like a Lucio Fulci movie. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Or in uh, Suspiria when they're all like covered in those maggots. Yeah, yes. that's true. But, Wait, I would but they would drop out of your walls. Well, they would come from the ceiling, the ceiling, and we had like a slatted, it was a vaulted ceiling, and there were slats that they could easily fall through, Ooh. but they were still so tiny that you couldn't, you didn't really see them until they were hitting the ground. Ooh. And it took, it was forever before our landlord got rid of them. But like what rooms? A kitchen? No, in the living room. In the living in room. In like the main room, yeah. So I guess as long as in the kitchen. They weren't very vengeful. Them. They were very, they were kind of like, meh. They didn't, they didn't care as much. They didn't care. They were just pissed that they had to fall like, what's yeah. the equivalent of like thousands and thousands for of them. feet for them? Yeah. Which is really horrifying. But bleeding seems like what bleeding that means. feels like it like has to be like out like of the shining or something. The wall, like, yeah. Freddy Krueger, yeah. Yeah, like Fre- yeah, like Freddy Krueger style, like they just like start bursting out of the walls and like Which if that were the case, I'd maybe okay with it. You'd be cool with it? I mean I'd be so mesmerized. Mm-hmm. It, I think it'd be <laughs> somewhat beautiful. That the the bites of the brown recluse spiders <laughs> slowly no, killing true. They are venomous the fact spiders. That they were brown recluse, yeah. I say like some unsolicited advice to these homeowners what you should have done is like just opened up a spider museum for people who love spiders and then people could just go in in their hazmat suits Lemonade, and like add a lemons yeah exactly mm-hmm. and just like let people come in pay a fee at the door and they get to see like a walls bleeding spiders which sounds like we're all interested to see what that looks like yeah like what does that look like i want to know like seeing a burnt piece of toast that looks like the Virgin looks, Mary. Yeah, it looks like it's like a crying charging. Virgin Mary or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, I would walk. I'd go see it. If it's there, it's like five bucks. Eh, I'd yeah, pay for that. Genuine gate to hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most likely. That's what they say. In St. Louis. All right, next news story. Next news story. You have a GPS in your brain. There's three exclamation points. So yeah. I said it really loud. That's good. <laughs> um, a Nobel Prize in Medicine was awarded Monday for the discovery of an inner GPS in the brain. While this function of the brain affects how we geographically map our surroundings, could it also guide us in other ways? Theories building on this discovery take us into the realm of intuition and quote-unquote coincidences. When you bump into just the right person at the right time, could it be this internal global positioning system at work? Could this also explain how you find a lost dog or how you find true love? The Nobel Peace Prize was awarded for someone who figured out that we have GPS mapping in our brain. When? Like this week. Nobel uh, Prize in Medicine, but yes. Yeah, no, no, sorry, uh, Nobel Prize yeah. in Medicine. Yeah, I, I thought the Peace Prize was awarded to like a 14-year-old What did I say, girl. Peace Prize? Yeah. Oh, and, oh I, meant, I meant Nobel Prize in Medicine. Unpack that for me, though. What does that mean, GPS in our brain? Okay, so it means that like that you, that you there the are these moved. things that map kind of like where you are. 
like, and there there was a long explanation that I did not, I chose not to read. Yeah. Um, but basically, someone wrote this thing about it. They were like, well, maybe that means, because they were like, one time I lost my dog, and I, I was like, I bet my dog's to the left, and it was. So these people think that it could be something more, like a psychic thing, a psychic GPS. But there is an actual GPS that, like, tells you, like, north, south, east, west. You know, people are like, I have a good sense of direction. Yeah. It's like that. When I lost my cat last year, mm-hmm. I wanted to believe that I had a GPS in my brain uh-huh. because I'd get these impulses like that. Like, mm-hmm. ah, I know where he is. I fuck, I know right where he is. Yeah. And I'd walk three blocks and climb over a wall and open a dumpster. Yeah. I'd be like, he's going to be in this and dumpster. And he was in the dumpster. I, and he wasn't. Okay. Ever mm-hmm. where I had looked. He showed up on my patio three days later. So your cat has a good internal internal pet, GPS. Yeah, yeah but my you cat don't. has a GPS. I don't because I climbed in a lot of dumpsters where mm-hmm. he was not. Did you could you not just look in the dumpster and like not and like see That's that? why I wanted to go all in. Okay. You, you know? just so you're like, he's in here and yeah. jump right in the dumpster. Wee. Yeah. It's kind of like they don't they don't know exactly how birds navigate on their long migrations. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Um by the way, I just worked with someone who this is this is a true true fact story. That um, was they they were working on a set and somebody released a bunch of doves. They kept having to release these doves for the scene, and the doves would just fly away. And he was like, "But well, where do they go? Like, what you just like have to buy new doves every time?" He's like, "No, they fly back home." I yeah. worked with somebody that had doves, and he said the same thing. They fly back home. I kept we were out in a parking lot, and I thought, so when these doves fly the fuck out of here, right? What's going to happen? He's like, "Oh, they'll come back." Wow. They 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 flew. Wait, so they came back to the parking lot. You were well. At? These doves never went very far. Oh, but I said, what if they did just peace? Oh and yeah. He said, oh, they'll they'll come back. If they came back with like a, they come back with an olive branch, like actual <laughs> right. peace. Um, no, they. Yeah. Um, he uh, they said that. Oh shit. He said that. Um, that no, they would fly back to where he lived. Yes. Which I think is so crazy. Yeah, because crazy. they they did these experiments where they would take doves or whatever, and. Uh, in a box, and they couldn't see anything, and they let them go, and they'd fly back. It's so weird. So they basically like they they like put a magical spell on them. That's the only way that works, right? Right. Could be. I can't even imagine. Like, it's so. an incantation, right? Sure. I can't. I can't deal with it any other way. It's too too complicated for me. Mm. Um, I'm waiting other... for my cat to start talking to me like Salem. Oh, that's good. The, which would make me Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But, <laughs> which would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Which would be really fun. Uh, Have you ever I... met her? Her? Sabrina? Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, oh, no, I haven't. Me neither. I, oh, okay. I just wondered <laughs> just, if you had, and I could meet her, too. <laughs> I mean, I'll see what I can do. Uh, I, uh, yeah. No? Yeah, I don't I have, have like any a... direct lines well, to MJ. I have another connection. Do you know Blink-182? Yeah. I have I have met them and partied with They're them. They're friends wow. with her. Oh. <laughs> or they well, used to be, like, 15 years ago. 15 years ago, which Maybe is, I like, have I have all line. my same friends from 15 years ago. 15 years ago today, they were friends. shit. I bought my first Mac computer because I won a contest that was sponsored by Boxcar Racer, Tom DeLonge's other band. Um, ah. I could have just said Blink-182 and I wouldn't have had to get into the specifics No, of no, we're gonna listen. we like 90s punk references. Yeah, yeah. Did and you know that he saw Mac. an alien recently in yeah, well, San Diego? I know that he is He's all big, about that. We covered it on the show. It was big paranormal news, breaking story. What did he see? He saw an alien. An alien ship. or just a UFO? A yeah, just, just a UFO. Just? No, I mean, How just, many have you seen? Well, what's more exciting, seeing a UFO or seeing a real alien? Oh, an alien. Alien. Do I don't think? know. What, are you going to ride that alien into some beyond? And that is exactly what I would do. <laughs> that is exactly what I would You'd do. get on that UFO and fly. Okay, well, I mean, if you're going to ride the alien, I have no point. Yeah. I wouldn't try to ride the alien, but I would try to make it be his friend. 
I, first thing out of my mouth when I saw the alien would be, sir, let me ride you. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mine would be like, do you already have a best friend? Because I want to be your best friend. <laughs> Mine would be, where's the closest brick? I'm going to smash this thing's skull. <laughs> you would ask him? It's like, excuse me, sir. Do you know where the closest brick is? Because <laughs> I need to smash your skull. I need to smash your skull. ASAP. I don't know what your plans are, but they're being foiled as we speak. <laughs> All right, next news story. Next news story might involve riding aliens. Maybe. God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle attorney Andrew Basiago claims U.S. sent him on time travels. Ooh. Love a lot this of this stuff. Right? A lot of people have a hard time trusting lawyers as it is, but what about one who claims he was part of a secret government time travel program when he was a kid? Since 2004, Seattle attorney Andrew Basiago has been publicly claiming that from the time he was seven to when he was 12, he participated in Project Pegasus, a secret U.S. government program that he says worked on teleportation and time travel under the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. They trained children along with adults so they could test the mental and physical effects of time travel on kids, Basiago told the Huffington Post. Although children had an, an advantage over adults in terms of adapting to the strains of moving between past, present, and future. I believe I believe that children have an advantage of that. I what? believe children are the consecutive Past, present, and future. <laughs> Do you think he rode aliens to where he claims he was photographed at the Gettysburg Address with Abraham Lincoln? Well, there's no doubt. Uh, <laughs> there's no doubt that his mode of travel was alien body. Yeah. Like you should put a saddle on an alien, put a bridle in its mouth, and just kick it on the side till it starts it moving. Yeah, it reminds me of the Montauk Project. Okay, which was a facility in Long Island mm. where they practiced psychic time travel, and a lot of people have come out and said I was a part of that experimentation, and I was sent into the past. And into the future to try and correct things, well, write things, or just, just to see how we're doing. To, yeah, define psychic time travel. It's I uh, at least this is how how I equated it. I equated it to quantum quantum leap. leap. Yeah. Oh, okay. That so you you, you inhabit somebody else's body, put into uh, the body of someone from that time, but it's your consciousness. Would you be pissed if someone from, let's say, a future time comes back in time and inhabits your body for a while because he's like. This guy made some really shitty internet television, and we have to change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I may welcome that. Or maybe your well, or or maybe your internet television changed the world in a way he hated. Right. Yeah. Well, but, then I know exactly who it would be. That's that's time traveling. Uh, who would it be? Who would it be? <laughs> it would be uh, 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 one of my nemeses. Oh, sure. Likely. Yeah. Do, do you have a specific nemesis? Uh, I've got. But you have many. I have. Yeah. You have many. Do you keep them like in a list, like a dartboard situation? Or I what definitely is the... keep them all in my head. Of, oh, just in uh, your okay. Head. So it's that. Yeah. Okay. So you have a list of nemeses. Pendy Panda. Yeah. Who are thy nemeses? I, I would not speak their names. Oh, because they'll show up here. That's like it's if like you say their names, they may appear. <laughs> this it may be like, like Candyman. It may be a Candyman scenario. Yeah. Okay, or it um, may just be one of those Sesame Street. This is your life. Yeah. <laughs> we have him waiting Candy right outside. Panda, we have him waiting out here. I would shit myself and ride an alien right <laughs> <out> <laughs> the front door, right into the third sun. Yeah, like def- there's some people that would probably want to time travel and erase me. Erase sure. you? So yeah. then they'd go back and, like, be your father and, like, not have sex with your mom. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a yeah. great way to take it. Yeah, maybe they would so just So they just erase you all together. All together. What was that movie Eraser about with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Was that about a gun? God. I, I saw that movie probably 
three and a half times, and I could not tell you what it's about. But it's not it's about... so confusing because it's not memorable. Just because it's not memorable. I remember uh, I saw it for Vanessa Williams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kiki liked that. <laughs> just, I had a crush on Vanessa Williams. Yeah. Um, would you consider her one of your nemesis? <laughs> no, no, the opposite. The opposite? She's, yes. She's one of your, your love's lost. <laughs> yeah. All the she doesn't know it. But, yeah, yeah, well, of course. But she is. How often do they know it, though, really? Right. Our bathroom at home is completely wallpapered with her Playboy pinup. <laughs> oh. We just bought 100 copies. And- yeah. She's in Playboy. Right? Didn't that... They took away her... her, Yeah, her Miss America (gasps) or whatever. Trust me, when the internet was invented, my first order of business was was finding that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And someone was like... The first thing I need to do now that I have the internet is put Vanessa Williams naked photos. Do you know um, the world needs to see this? Someone that I may or may not date currently um, made money when he was when the internet was invented. Basically, not when it was invented, but early on by selling fake celeb nudes (laughs) that he would print out of the internet and then put in a binder and sell them. Fake celeb nudes back then were so so goddamn fake. I thought that you meant he sold them like. He would take a naked picture, then take a cut out of somebody's head, paste it on there, scan it on the internet, and then sell them. You're saying? Oh well, that's what I. He thought. just printed them out. Printed off out. The someone internet. else had already made them. Right. He printed them out, put them in a yeah, binder, and then he go to school and be like, "Hey, you want one of these celeb nudes?" That's <laughs> a, like now that's an entrepreneur. Nudes. That is an entrepreneur. He didn't even do the work. He just exploited <laughs> someone else's <laughs> artistic talent. This it's, sounds like somebody I know. Mm-hmm. It's like when you see, uh, when you rewatch old movies and uh-huh. you realize the special effects weren't as convincing as your right. memory <laughs> said they were. When I think about the way I reacted to those fake nudes back then, I right. thought, yeah, it's real, legit. That's, totally real. That's, totally her real. head That's is her. three times too large for her body. <laughs> but now in the way celebrities look. Now, I don't right. know what the celebrities look like, but I think yeah, that's and the camera look. does weird stuff. But now, of course, I think back, and I'm like, of course that wasn't uh, right. Soleil Moon Fry. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they still, there's probably like, I hope there's a website somewhere that has all those <laughs> documents, like the worst ones. Oh, I'm God. sure someone does. If they haven't, then they should. That should be then a Then we page. should do that. We should Tumblr that right now. Yeah, well, it's, it's bowserarchives.net. <laughs> Check it out. It's, uh, it's just- selling them for $1 a sheet, <laughs> yeah. and I got my binder right here. Right. <laughs> Actually, he, when he walked in and tried to sell me all those bind- ones out of the binder, I was yeah. really, really embarrassed for you. <laughs> yeah, as so you should be. Um, <laughs> all right, Bowser, um, Pandy, Andy Panda, um, we... Um, we're de- devoting an entire show to people asking you questions, you know, give you, you're going to give a little advice to folks on, you know, what they should or should not be doing. Um, you know, pro bono, pro, a little pro bono sure. advice from an occult specialist. Um, yeah. we're going to call this section of the show. Talk to the guest. And we have a theme song. Talk to the guest. <laughs> Do you need another water at home? Andy Panda drink all his water. Well, um, take your time to go get it right now because you're not going to miss anything. Press pause. Look up a, a nice picture of Pamela Anderson before she ever posed nude. <laughs> Kathy Ireland was the As one. a nude. She was the one? Well, the, well, yeah. We, the the, the, the segment going. will turn into the, the one was Tyra Banks. 
Oh, Tyra Banks nude. Yeah. She, which did she but ever, they were all fake. They were all uh, fake. Yeah. Tom, I'm going to name some other people. You can tell me if there were act- real nudes <laughs> in 1998 or mm-hmm. not. Okay. Jennifer Aniston. Fake. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa Kudrow. Real. <laughs> <laughs> all the rest of the cast of Friends. <laughs> real, 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 real. Real. Matthew Mablanc. Matthew Mablanc. He's got a 12 inch. Chandler, real. Chandler. Very real. Mm-hmm. Chandler. And... Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Real. Elaine. When Jerry Real. Seinfeld's nudes hit the internet, yeah. um, wow. Yeah. It was just him <laughs> with like a pair of white sneakers and nothing yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Very sexy. That really just opened the door to pornography on the internet. That's actually what That's what they started. That was the spark. That was <laughs> the spark of the keg. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was all like, oh, like, would you like to learn some facts from this online encyclopedia, Britannica? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. No, we want to see celeb fake nudes. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm um, people just waiting on the 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 horn to talk to you. Just calling in, ringing our phones off the hook, and wanting to ask you all sorts of questions. So um, let's take a call, Kiki, and see if any what what kind of questions they have for Bowser, the occult specialist. I'm sorry, I meant Andy Panda. Was descent to uh, real? Was it actually a uh, a window into some Martian mine? Yeah. Yes. It was real. The first one was fake. The second one was real. Mm-hmm. It was the part where they jump into the poop vat. Wait, I'm where talking they... about the PC game, and you're talking about the film. Oh, I mean the uh, film The Descent to. But they, in The Descent to, they jump into a giant poop vat. I didn't see that one. And then they, the girl has to hide in it, and it's real. It's made of poop. Who, poop. who, who's poop? It's the creatures. Uh-oh. They can't see anything, but they all poop in the same same yeah, vat. as they would. Yeah, and so they, they're blind, but then they go and they have to poop in this one hole, and then she gets in that hole, and oh. and it's the worst thing I've ever seen after Human Centipede 2. Yeah. Kay. Didn't catch that one either. Well, no need to, but it also The video game it. or the movie? Um, <laughs> the video game, it's like really confusing because you're just like the middle centipede trying to survive. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Ring, 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 ring. Let's get a call. Ring, Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello? Hi, Mystic Potty. My name Hi. is Conrad. I'm calling in from oh, Sierra Del Fuego. We know. I have a question for you, a supernatural expert. Uh, it involves twins. See, I'm in a oh. fantasy football league, and it's being haunted by a vengeful poltergeist. And the poltergeist is requiring two human sacrifices. Now, there's a dozen guys in the league, and there's a pair of twins in the league, and they're kind of dicks. So the other owners, we all voted to have them be the two human sacrifices for the eventual poltergeist. Uh-huh. But they're claiming that since twins have the same DNA, they will only count as one human sacrifice. So here's my question. Oh. Do twins only count as one human sacrifice? And I'll take the answer offline. Wow, that's a really complicated but interesting question. I thought yep. he was going to say, can we just kill one of them and nobody will notice. Right. But he was saying, do you really have to kill both of them? Do you have to kill both of them? Do twi- Okay, if you're doing a human sacrifice for your fantasy football league and you've got two people who are the same, who are twins, yeah. Yeah. does that count as one or two? Bottom line. Okay. The soul conversion chart states uh-huh. twins, one soul. One soul. Split into two bodies. Okay. So you're just going to be spinning your wheels at that point. You're, you're still going to have to take another life. So of his fantasy football league, he's going to probably lose like Carl, who really if has a you, lot of the Jets on there. I don't know if you football team. dislike the twins uh-huh. and want them gone, yeah. kill them, but then still kill, kill another kill person. Kill an additional well. person right. in addition to that. Yeah. Now let me ask you a question. 
in the afterlife, when when like the twins, let's say we kill them, yeah. does their soul go back into one or do they get to live separately in the afterlife? Back into one. Back into one. They're only one being in the afterlife. Because twins are an offense to God. Mm-hmm. So in the afterlife, they return to their natural state, mm. one being uh, one soul living in, uh, in one unit. Can I ask you something? Why do offenses against God exist? <laughs> he is very temperamental. I totally. Yeah. He's got things. They've got to be his way. Mm-hmm. Um, so he creates them and then he changes his mind? Yeah. His list is oh, ever God. changing. Don't be crazy. Satan created twins. We all know that any twins are completely, they're, they're right. Satan's spawn. Uh-huh. They're like my walk- sisters. Yeah, they're literally Sounds like fun. Kiki's sisters. They're basically demons walking around in human skin. Uh-huh. Yeah, just walking around. It's like just- that. Um, oh God, I'm gonna blank on what it was. I don't know if it was a creep show movie where uh, mm-hmm. the guy makes the deal with the devil and then he marries uh, the woman and realizes the woman was the devil. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's like what. Oh it was. yeah, that was um, indecent in tales. Okay, or maybe it was a tales from the crypt. N- no. Yeah, it was Tales from the Crypt movie or something. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. Either way, if you were to... She's a gargoyle. Yeah, yeah. If you were to shine a black light on a twin... Yeah. Yeah, uh, you'd see their demon skin shining through. Yeah, totally. And if you put two twins and you, like, put them in, like, something, like, swirly, like, let's say, like, a tilt-whirl... Sure. Or, um... Uh, that other ride at the carnival that also goes round and round, mm-hmm. they'll just kind of, they'll converge into one, right? Which Momentarily, is, yeah, yeah. I mean, usually it'll slow down and they'll go back out, but if you can somehow keep that centrifugal force going, right? They will just converge into one being, and then it, then then they show their two forms. And then the second you stop the ride, they look like the Cenobite twins from Hellraiser Four. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. think that we'll ever have? A president who is a Cenobite. <laughs> I think so. A Cenobite? <laughs> uh, okay. I think did so. Did you say Cinnabon or did you say Cenobite? <laughs> oh, because I said yes to Cinnabon. Oh, oh. That's oh, what just, I said. The president that's a Cinnabon. Some yeah. sort of self-conscious Cinnabon. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking, uh, talking, dessert. S- yeah. Cinnabon with arms and legs or no arms and legs? I know. I, I think, think they're just, just yeah, they're just sitting on the plate making decisions. Just like just, how, oh, there's like a couple of them that make into one president. I, I imagine. Are you thinking the mini cinnabons? Or are you thinking uh, the regular size ones? I'm thinking of the largest cinnabon you can imagine, That's which pretty is pretty big. Because well, I have a big imagination. A just so you know, we watched an episode of Gilmore Girls the other day where she made a very large pizza. Oh, it had to be lowered on a crane for Lorelai's birthday. So that's what I thought was like the largest I could think of. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a good place to start. So you think that's the because if you make the big, biggest Cinnabon ever, you probably have to make it president. Yes, like it, I mean, uh, it immediately runs for office because it's so special. And then yeah, it probably why else has is it there, yeah. and then it climbs the ladders. You know, maybe has a scandal or few, mm-hmm. and then it it becomes president. Definitely. Do you think in a cannibal society anyone ever accidentally eats their president? Oh, hmm. They're like, I'm so hungry. Oh, there's some food. Do you think in Star Wars people thought Jabba the Hutt was a melting piece of pizza and ate him? Mm. No. That sounds delicious. Okay, next call. Okay, next call. Coming right up. Hello? Yeah, this is the problem. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, I've been having some serious deja vus where I literally feel like I've actually... Like, when I woke up the other day, 
just the feeling in the air and the way the light was coming in the window and in my apartment that I just moved into a couple months ago, I felt like I was reliving the actual moment. And so when these things happen, I believe that I'm actually in purgatory mm -hmm. and I'm forced to relive the same things over and over again. It's kind of like a punishment or something, the same repetitive thing over and over again. I know that I'm kind feeling. of wondering if that's a possibility, that that's happening. And I don't have any way to know for sure if it's true or not. Oh, so you want a verification. Can you help me? Andy Panda, I'm not sure if that question was for you. Right. But it was a question. It was. That was sent in by listeners. So, or a call. Okay, I'm sorry. It was a call, a live call. That was, a, we have a live phone line, and that was someone calling in with that question. I'm not sure what the question was. The question is, is he in purgatory? Oh, okay. If you experience deja vu. If you right? experience deja vu, yeah. are you in purgatory? Uh, the, the sound of his voice to uh, me yeah. indicates, fuck deja vu. Yes, he's in purgatory. Oh, sure, sure, it does, sure. It's not a matter of what, what he's thinking he's experiencing more than once. Mm. Uh, that guy specifically, he's in purgatory. Um, <laughs> but deja vu in general mm -hmm. is not uh, a glimpse into purgatory. Mm -hmm. uh, purgatory. It is uh, another dimensional self uh -huh. dreaming and your waking life is is the reverse of that. Is their dream right? That so is deja vu. So it's it's a right. It's a parallel. Uh -huh. uh, it's kind of a, a stream running equidistant from your waking life. And can that happen when you're in purgatory? Uh, yeah, I think it can. I think okay. I think once you're in pur purgatory, it's just kind of like. Uh, fuck it. You know, the rules are go out the window. It's just you and a bunch of baby heads with wings. Check right, out, right. Check out Dante's Purgatorio, mm -hmm. Canto uh, 16, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. He discusses that at length. Did you know Well, and the baby heads with wings. Baby heads with wings, I yeah. mean, which is the best part of Purgatory. And the worst. If you see bat heads with wings... You're in a Castlevania game. That's yes. true. Yeah. That is true. And, and, uh, don't, and you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. That's the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fine. You're probably going to have a great time. I mean, you know. You know. You have a few lives, at least. Yeah. Wait. And if if it turns nighttime, mm -hmm. you're in Castlevania, too. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. But you could be dreaming you're in Castlevania, too. Now, my other... That's true. Now, my other... Um, my, my other me in another dimension... Yeah. If I'm doing something, say, super boring, mm -hmm. and then I have deja vu, like, let's say I'm driving, mm -hmm. is that just me? My other me is really boring. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, has really boring dreams. Like, yeah. my dreams are exciting, and most of the times my dreams involve, like, something I'm scared of, like spiders or snakes or being stalked. Right. Um, so I assume my other me probably has, like, a really interesting life, but I just do boring stuff all day. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm like, oh, I'm folding laundry, and I have deja vu. Yeah. It's a boring person. Boring other me. I once went into uh, a trance mm -hmm. uh, induced by an expert. Mm. Uh, hypnotic trance to meet my other side self uh -huh. is, is what it's called. And, other side self. Uh, uh -huh. The just most boring motherfucker. Oh, sure. yeah, oh really? Yeah. Nothing going on. Yeah. Where did he work? Nothing going on. Applebee's. Oh, Applebee's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sizzling apple pie. And yep. he made celeb nudes on the side, fake yep. celeb nudes. Still obsessed with fake nudes. Yeah. He's still chasing <laughs> the that The weird thing is whale. that other world, the internet has not really caught on yet. No. Yeah. No, the other side internet, uh, it's still dial up. Yeah. That's and a, yeah. Uh, I've got a Juno account. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. You make, and then you make some like weird websites on angelfire.com. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is good because it's like drag and drop, but it's also like it's angelfire.com slash something slash exactly. something. It's really confusing. And he yeah. gave me, yeah, he gave me the web address. And I, dude, I can't, I can't remember. Can't this. remember it. Yeah. It's too hard because you can't like buy your own domain. So that's yeah. It's like a million dollars. Yeah. Then he's texting me from the other side. He's trying to be bros. You know. Like, yeah, come yeah. on, dude. But they do have texting, which is nice. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, they have smartphones, but no internet. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's a great question. Do we have other calls? Do we have other somebody else? Thanks for that answer, um, Andy Panda. Hey. Many other calls. Many. Oh, great. These people are loving the talking. Oh, right. let's get another one. Hello, hello. hello? Caller, are you there? Hi, Mr. Party. Thanks for taking my call. I'm here. Uh, 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 oh. I'm here with my two my two parakeets. Oh. Hey, Madison Officer Pop, can you say hello to the Mystic Party? Hi, parakeets. It's party. a good healthy, it's a good healthy parakeet. Yeah. Well, they've gotten camera shy, but um, uh, this is oh, Christopher calling from, from LouGehrig.com, Missouri, and oh, uh, yeah. I have a question, a problem. I've been having... Well, I have these birds, right? And my, my girlfriend wants to move in with me, but she has these two cats. Oh, yeah. So we're trying to figure out what has to happen there. So that's one thing. That's not really why I'm calling you. Oh, oh. What could we have a solution to that? Something you need to work out between the two of us. we got a lot of records that we need to throw out because she's sure, like... Sure. Uh-huh. Right. She's you know, like, like funk and soul records that no one, we're not going to listen to. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why move them? I don't want to make space. Mm-hmm. For my anyway, it's not the point. Uh-huh. The problem is, one night I was over at her house. Uh, in fact, just a couple nights ago, and the cats really don't like like me. They like meow and meow and meow all night long. What and she says this only happens when I'm over. Mm. That they like are like territorial, or they just I need to I need to stay over enough nights in a row that they will just get accustomed to my presence, whatever it is. I think that's a perfectly plausible explanation to this behavior. And then some time goes by. I, I just, um, I'm trying to be over there as much as possible. So I get like, you know, acclimated, they get acclimated to me. And, and then two nights ago, I wake up in the middle of the night and the cat is just sitting on my chest. Oh. Uh, I believe it. And, um, and instead of meowing, his head turns one Hundred degrees, three hundred sixty degrees. All oh. the way around. Oh, there's the birds. You can hear them now. I was waiting for the paranormal part of the story. And he looks back at me, and he looks into my my eyes, and he says, "Time to renew your library card." <laughs> and Andy Panda's nodding. He knows where this is yeah. going. Yeah. To put words together, I would like to say what you know, ask him a question or like you know and. And I found that I could not breathe or speak. And then the cat hopped off and wandered off uh, into the room. And I felt the paralysis uh, conclude. But now I had a much bigger problem because among other things, I don't have a library card. Um, I think that there is a demonic cat who's trying to tell me something. Sir, I think you're drunk. In English words that I don't understand, which is actually a lot worse than just meows that I don't understand. So That's true. Um, that is worse. I find this whole thing unsettling, is but I'm not really sure how to proceed. Because I also feel like the cat's taking care of me. Like, the cat yeah. wants me to get my things in order. It wasn't like a sort of prophetic vision, like, uh-huh. 
you know, like he's out to get me or something like that. Like stay off, stay out of this area. It was just like, sorry, I think, just like, I think you, you need know, to wrap up this call. Take care of what needs okay. to get taken care of. But, We're not but also, the show. I never go to the library. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, any insight would be positive because it mm-hmm. is becoming a bleak hellscape just to just to go over to my girlfriend's house to sleep. All right, thanks very much. Bye. Okay. Well, Andy Panda, I'm not sure that one was for you, but I feel like you're not, you were nodding. You, oh, yeah. You've been through this before. I heard it all before. So should all we throw before. out the soul records? Uh, <laughs> the records be damned. I mean, the bigger issue here is... Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the thing about cats. Mm. They, uh, they're psychic sure, creatures. Of all of them. Uh, yeah, I'm talking to them all the time. Yeah. They see your core essence, mm-hmm. we call it. Uh, so they see your deepest, darkest secrets. Sure. So if they're riled up, if they're not, uh, liking the dude when he comes over, it's because he's got some deep, dark secrets and they're sure. sensing that. Bigger than Obviously the biggest one mm. being that his library card has expired. Huge, huge, huge people. Now, Come on. Yeah, get that sorted out. Get it together. First, get your card renewed. But beyond that, the mm-hmm. only way for a cat to um, acclimate to a new personality, a new presence, is mm-hmm. to make yourself naked in front of them. And uh-huh. I mean that metaphysically, figuratively, mm-hmm. metaphorically, and literally. All this. Yeah, you, uh-huh. you've got to make yourself naked uh-huh. in front of that cat, yeah. lie down. Yeah. Maybe cover yourself in butter. Sure, they love it. So that it gets to know every inch of you, and mm-hmm. as it does, lick All your naked body clean of the butter, uh-huh. it will also get to know your soul. Sure. It'll suss it out. It'll say, well, here, you still, and fi- this is also, this is overdue. Uh-huh. You're late on this bill. Uh-huh. Uh, you ha- need to make amends to this guy in high school you made fun of. It'll yeah, get maybe, all that out. Yeah, maybe you, like, haven't updated your card with Netflix. Your credit card yeah. is about to expire. All you know, all these kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll get uh, all that stuff sorted out. And mm-hmm. sure, maybe its head will spin around a few times. But it's sure. like, it's like a personal assistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little like a personal assistant. Yeah, you're going to get on the right track. The cat will appreciate and love you. Uh, but you're going to have to make yourself known to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I think that this is really great advice mm-hmm. to this caller. Um, as a, and and let's let's just talk one moment. I mean, so this guy has parakeets, right? Let's talk about the difference between a parakeet and a cat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Cat sees your soul, sees way down deep into you. Parakeets are fucking idiots. And parakeets, yeah. I mean, if they can see your face, you're lucky, right? You know, you heard him in the background. Me, right? Me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Although we all do know they are a conduit for certain spirits. Sure. So, like, you know, if you're lucky, maybe your parakeet's gonna get, you know, oh, it's um Abe Lincoln, my parakeet. You know, that's an exciting moment. If you know, you're lucky. Mm-hmm. Maybe he starts wearing a little top hat and grows a beard. You know what? You got a, uh, you know, a possessed a spirit. Keat. Possessed keat. Yeah, mm-hmm. a keat. But the cats are the better creatures. You yeah. know, when it comes to an animal to keep around the house. Cats are going to be looking deep into your soul. They're going to, you know, tell you what you need to be doing with your life. If anything, I would say, yeah, I would say in servitude to the cat, mm-hmm. kill the parakeets yeah, yeah, in front I, of the cat, yeah. lay them at its feet. Like, a, yeah, as a ritual sacrifice. Yeah, I did this for you. Yeah, and while you're naked and covered with butter. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they're going to look deep in your soul and the cat's going to be like, you know, you should have been with Vanessa Williams. <laughs> yeah. That was like, that was really what should have been happening with your whole life. It, and, I, um, 
You need to go after her in a very creepy, stalking manner. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Where does she live, anyways? Mm. Um, she's uh, she's up Beachwood, actually. Yeah, yeah, oh. Beachwood. Like, mm-hmm. right, you see the Hollywood sign, and then you see her house. She loves that view. Yeah. She's just like, it's inspiring to her every morning when she wakes up. She's like... She goes on a run at, like, 6. Yeah, around yeah. 6 in the morning, and uh, then she sees that view, loves it, mm-hmm. loves it. When does she take her top off? Uh, well, when before after she gets the, in the shower, she yeah, gets back after to the running, run. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Seven ten, seven fifteen. Yeah, she does a long run, huh? <laughs> yeah, she, she keep, Yeah, she keeps it fit. Yeah, she keeps it looking good. Wow. Well, that was very concise advice for our, um, for our. Oh shit. For our, uh, you know, cat, cat, yeah. um, guy. But, sir, I'm gonna tell you one thing. You don't have a problem. You have a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cats, cats with their heads spinning are blessings. That's right. Not, not an issue. Mm-hmm. You should be thankful for your girlfriend's cat. And I'm gonna say. Put a ring on it. There it you is. You know, maybe it's time for you, Jonathan, whatever your name may be, to put a ring on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she's bringing something into your life. And these are really, you know, psychically in-tuned cats. Yeah. And that's important to everybody. Mm. Zane, I feel like you have something to say. Uh, I like what you're saying, but if this gentleman is a minor... Mm. He might need the parakeets. A minor meaning he like, oh, yeah, it is what you meant. Yeah. He. What if he's a minor and he needs to lower the parakeets into And to the make mine. sure that the mines are not, yeah. they well, aren't full of gaseous. I didn't think about that, and that's very responsible. Can you do that yeah. with a cat? Mm, you can, but it's going to piss off the cat advocates. Yeah. Okay. Killing cats like that is not okay, but killing a parakeet every once in a while. Yeah. When there's the bird people are cool with it. Yeah, when there's carbon monoxide in a mine, mm-hmm. no one gives a shit. They're they're fine with it because then the parakeets are heroes and they put them on this little plaque and it becomes like this big like yeah you know like that dog the Russian shot into space. Yeah, like that dog the Russian shot into space. They did it up on Guardians of the Galaxy. It did. Yeah, yeah. It became a movie star. Wow. Yeah, it was a pretty good ending for that dog. Yeah. Um. All right. Next phone call. Um. As long as we have more time, I feel like that phone call took up most of the show. I love that Hi, phone call. Party. Oh, hello. This is Eva from Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, Eva. And I had a question about being in a relationship with a. Oh. Uh, how would you approach that? Oh, Do you with think the what? It'll be easier. Let's just fill in the blank. Tries to live on land with me, or should I try to adapt to his lifestyle <laughs> underwater? You cut out a little bit, could. Uh... A merman. A merman. Yeah. Oh. Oh, if you're in a relationship with a merman. Adapt to his life. Right. Or or do you try to get him to come, you know, mm-hmm. does he, you make him sell his voice in exchange for some legs, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but, or do you go down and you end up just living most of your life in a scuba gear, mm-hmm. scuba situation. Or you can build like one of those underground, um, underwater, like sort of villages that are in bubbles. How did I've they seen them on the- Sonic the Hedgehog. How did they deal with it in Splash? And she was in, I remember her being in a bathtub a lot. Oh. So they just put her right in that bathtub where she's happy. Was yeah. she happy, though? I can't remember that movie very well. I don't know if Daryl Hannah's ever been happy. Mm. Yeah. The nudes Zing. that they were... The, the nudes of we her did, that they were... Sorry, that's, that's personal. You and Daryl? You yeah. go way back, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. Daryl. I think... Um, Live in the ocean. Yeah, I mean, Man, if you're going to... Live in the ocean. You know, you only live life once. And the merman has several lives, so, you know, he lives life several times, but he probably wants to stay in that ocean. And they've 
there's been great advancements in lung to gill surgery. Sure. In the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. Just save up. Do it. Yeah. And it's, it'll show him you're serious. Mm. And, you know, dive in. Yeah, it will show him you're serious. Because I bet you haven't really been putting the time into that relationship you need. Right. It's pretty... Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's tough dating a merman, yeah. but they are sexy with their lack of shirts and their large tridents. Yes. Tridents, ladies. Don't go, don't go there. I've never <laughs> dated a merman, but I did date a sharky one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's like a shark with human arms. Oh, <laughs> like real strong arms? Yeah. But did he have legs or a tail? Both. He had a tail. Okay. Yeah. Did the arms help him swim, or he just, like, threw stuff with it? He... Through tridents at Berman. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I'm familiar with this. Yeah. You dated one. Yeah. Kiki, are you jealous? Um, not particularly because didn't you have to wear like a scuba suit that's like a furry suit with like holes for like the butthole and the what? penis? <laughs> the sharkies. <laughs> well, how did you have sex well, did with you? that sharky? Did yeah, you have to wear that? In the water. Kiki, it's yeah. a pretty Kiki. clear question. Did you have to wear a scuba suit with holes at the butthole and the penis? Yeah. <laughs> I did, but it was just a customary thing. It had nothing to do with sex. <laughs> yeah, I never had sex with anyone before you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh shit! I screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was nice. That was nice of you to wear that. Yeah, I mean, you know, winning. The ocean. <laughs> you should always like wear fur. Yeah. yeah. So your advice to this person is basically go with the surgery. Yeah, do it's, it. It's less than a. It's less less than like a tummy tuck. It's like the Gilda right. lung surgery. Right. Got lung to gill. Yeah, lung to gill. I, yeah, I say just do it. Um, I mean, guy, you know, there's all sorts that we all we know what's up here. Mm, yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Find out some find some new shit. Yeah. yeah. Up it's, on the shore, they reprimand their daughters. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, do you get a lot of relationship questions on your show? Uh, I don't think I've had a single a single one. one. And you're a married man, happily married, so you should I be know. getting many. It's yeah. true. Do What's you- it like to be happily married? <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Never heard of it. <laughs> and do you find the two rela- relationships... Your wife, is she a human or is she a succubus? She's, uh, she's a human, as far as I've been told. Okay. I think time will tell. Sure. Five, um, you're only five years in. Yeah. Five years in, she's still at least behaving in the pretty predictable humanoid ways. Uh, but God, I mean, who knows? I've heard the five year mark is when things can take a turn. Yeah, yeah. So, that's when they start bleeding spiders. Yeah, you Just never know. spiders out the pores. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I won't if, be surprised. But if you love brown recluse eye, yeah, then it's fine. Yeah, recluse eye. Yeah. Recluse eye. I think that's the. Yeah, no, it is. is that the, yeah, mm-hmm. recluse eye. Mm, right. Yeah, recluse Um She right. would have to. Yeah, if she if she bled spiders, I may second guess my commitment. Mm. Um, but that may be the only thing. That's the only thing. Yeah, maybe the only thing. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's you know that's a that's a lot of commitment you yeah. have to her then. Yeah. And I could see that. I mean, if someone starts bleeding spiders, it's probably they're not really know who they said they were. Yeah. In the from the beginning, they say right. they're one person, but they're really a person who bleeds fucking. It's spiders. not in the vows. No, no. I'll stay with you through sickness and then through health, and yeah. when you start bleeding spiders out of your pores, mm-hmm. not in there. Yeah. Kids. Ladies, don't go there. Um, ho- I think we can take one or two more calls. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, at least one more call. One more call. I'd like to hear it. Mm-hmm. We like to help people here. And, you know, you came all this way. Hello? Why not? Mystic Party? Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Hello? Yes, it's us. Here on Mystic Party. Hello? Yep. 
That's us. Oh, okay. Oh, that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hear. Hello. Okay, I think we know who this, this is. is uh, it's Lonely Jeff. We knew it was Lonely oh, Jeff. Lonely yeah. Jeff. God. Um, um, I was thinking maybe you guys could help me. I, I, I've got a. I think like maybe. I think I figured out how to solve all my problems. Oh, good. Oh, uh, good. In a mystic way. Yeah. In a mystic solution. Yeah. Um, I was thinking like, if somehow like. I could be like a twin, like like you know like a conjoined twin. Mm. And you like whoever was stuck to me would have to be like friends with me. They'd have to hang out, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think they'd want to. Yeah. They would have I, to. I, I don't know. Even if they didn't want to, they'd still have to hang out. They would they, have to be there. They're connected to me, mm-hmm. you know, That's on how, a skin level. That's how maybe conjoined. not a spiritual level, but on like a skin level, mm-hmm. we'd be mm-hmm. grafted together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anyway, um. I'm currently not a twin. Uh, I'm sure. an only child. Okay. I mean, well, my mom had other kids, but they don't talk to me anymore. Yeah, that's um, why you're lonely. Yeah. But my thing is, I was wondering, um, I was wondering, like maybe like how I could become maybe like a conjoined twin. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what you do. You take an ad out in Craigslist, or mm-hmm. I I just don't know the procedure, and that's why I'm calling because you guys are so helpful to so many people. That's right. And um. I'm so sorry. I just, I just. You guys are good people. Oh, it's okay, Lonely um, Jeff. Hello. Yes. Hello. Oh, did we lose the connection? Lost that connection, huh? Sorry, Lonely Jeff. Well, gosh, I'm glad you're here, Andy Panda, to you uh, help with uh, because you're an expert on twins. Being right that Terra Twins present is your present present. The Terra Twins present. It's your show. That's, yeah. And so that's you're an expert it's on two people. twinage. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You do yeah. present. It, we, yeah. We pronounce it twinage. Twinage. Yeah. You're an expert on twinage. But yes. Now, Lonely Jeff calls in a lot. He yeah. um, is very lonely, lonely, as you may imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so, yeah. I mean, I think becoming a twin, do you like that idea? Are a you conjoined twin. A conjoined twin. Are you for it? Against it? I. Post you know, birth. I, I believe I'm a little bit traditional when mm. it comes to this. Okay, um, okay. I don't believe in info twinage. Oh, okay, or okay. Or post birth twinage. Oh, you don't. Yeah. You know, you think it's only you're only pro womb twinage. Yeah, I think if you, it's a little bit like uh, friends I know that got circumcised when they were 25. You have, sure, sure. You have those. Yeah, <laughs> I've got those. You know, I and, say like you go with what they did when you were born because uh, you, you can't make a decision it. when you're born. You right. know, unless. Well, yeah, you can't unless you're going back in time. But go ahead. Right. Yeah, unless you're psychic time traveling. Psychic time, I yeah. I say you just uh, yeah man, you just gotta commit to to being lonely. I think you just like make that your. It's clearly his thing. Well, you have made it your name. thing on this show because yeah. uh, when you call in, you are lonely, Jeff. Yeah, and because so suddenly be you are conjoined twin, Jeff. Right. What would that even? Yeah, would you guys both try to be talking? Right. Would you guys both not be able to hear us on the phone? Um, would you guys both try to hit on all the girls that are on the show? Yeah. Like, I mean, how confusing is that going to be? Yeah, for I just think stick with lonely Jeff, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Don't be conjoined twin Jeff. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. have a ring to it. I mean, look, surgeries have advanced. If you want to become a conjoined twin, it's not super hard these days. You mm-hmm. can just do a simple skin, uh, like skin fusion. The problem is all the legal work. Yeah. You know, the paperwork that goes through, like, finding someone who wants to be your conjoined You're going to have to find someone lonelier yeah. than lonely Jeff. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. how can you – there's very few people out there who, you know, yeah. he's really cornered the market on loneliness. 
Or start, you know, do a little trial run uh-huh. with uh, a stuffed animal. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Just maybe a live pig. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, maybe an animal. Uh-huh. Try living with that for a week. Are you weeks, suggesting now them conjoining to that or just living with it? Sure. I yeah. say, yeah. Conjoin your skin. Do Gorilla like a live glue pig. It up. pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. See how you like it when you have to work around someone else's eating schedule. Exactly. How, shitting when they, schedules. Shitting schedule. When they yep. want to take a shower. You know, like you... When they have a crush on a girl, they don't like Vanessa Williams. What yeah. are you going to do? I mean, you got a lot of issues you got to work out ahead of time. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a conjoined twin murdering the other conjoined twin? Mm. Hmm. Well, I'd like to hear about it. In most cases, well. they're connected. They have some connective organs. But if you're talking yeah. about just ones with skin connections, it'd be interesting. Because I'm sure sometimes one of them predeceases the other one. Yeah, they have to. That's the way. Wow, that's yeah. the way it works. And then the other one dies. Even if quickly. it's only for a few minutes. That they hate them so much they murder them. <laughs> yeah. Or they want to die, but they're too scared to take their own life, so they kill the other one, and they know they'll die eventually. Have you ever met a conjoined twin? No, but I'm very familiar with the movie Basket Case. Yes. So I just assume all conjoined twins are bitter. One's a mutant. One's, one's a mutant that lives yeah. in a basket, and the other one just takes that basket around various places, like in hotel hotels and. Yeah, know, wherever, and they kill prostitutes and stuff. Yeah, no, I mean that's pretty much that is how. That's what conjoined yeah. twins are right, like, right? I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that's when they're. Have you met a conjoined twin? No, no. But there is that one on X Files where it came out from inside of him and yeah, which is kill people. So it's very. Oh, I yeah, and yeah. Then went back to him. Uh, that's also in um, um, Hackslash. There's there's a Hackslash oh. uh, series uh, episode uh, episode comic book about that. I keep dropping this lighter that's sitting right in front of me. Sorry, everybody. Well, that was pretty good advice for Lonely Jeff. Lonely Jeff, we're sorry you're so lonely. But not sorry enough no, to yeah. recommend you fuse another human to your body. Yeah. You know you know what they say, Lonely Jeff? Get a life, not a conjoined twin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what they say all the it time. Is. It's like I hear it all the time. In the biz. In the biz. That is what they say. All right. I think we can take one more call. One more call for Andy Panda, a cult specialist expert on what what needs what questions we have. <laughs> He's an expert on all the what questions. All the what questions. <laughs> yeah. Any who right. questions? Don't give them to us. Mm-mm. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello, hello, Mystic Party. Mystic Party. Hola, yes. hola. Hola. This is Fernando. Mystic Party. I am a first-time caller and a very long-time listener. Oh. Now I have a serious problem. Two weeks ago, I buy a Ouija board. Mm. And the Ouija board, I ask him one question, those questions, three questions. And every time it gives me the same answer. H-E-A-V-E-N. When I ask it, when do I get to see Mama again? It tells me that. When I say... How do I get revenge on that co-worker of mine who cheated on me with the past three girlfriends? It tells me the same thing. When I say, how can I get the cable company off of my back so they can let me pay whenever I want to, whenever I can, you know? It tells me the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mystic part. What does it say? How do I fix this Ouija board? It's just saying the same thing. And what is it saying? H-E-A-V-E-N. 
H E A V E N. I didn't understand. I'm glad you're here. This yeah. is why you're here is to tell um, us what's going too on. Much heavy metal simple, music. simple solution. Mm-hmm. Change the batteries. Mm-hmm. Ouija board. Not a lot of people know it. Yeah. There's batteries in the back. Batteries in the uh, back to keep it going. It's stuck on heaven. It's oh. I've seen it a million times before. Sure, sure, sure. At least pop them out. Rub them a little bit. Yeah, and maybe switch them so one's in the other slot. Yeah, and, the and then side. put them back in. Double A's? Mm-hmm. Double A's. Double A's. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I mean, that's it. And it's just confused. It's not that there's an angel down there like trying to be like, now, eh, it's about heaven. I wish I, wish I had uh, yeah. some more supernatural insight. It's it's just the batteries. It's just the batteries yeah. on it. Yeah. I, I did have one like that one time, and I'd ask it like, I have this problem. I'm like, oh, I really like this girl. Mm-hmm. Or... They're looking for a raise for a job, and, uh-huh. and every time they would say, "Accept the Lord Jesus Christ as mm-hmm. your savior." Oh, uh-huh. really? Now that sounds like a different kind of Took problem. A while to spell that out. Too. Yeah, it's a really. Yeah, and but it, you're there like, like all day. It, it's yeah. At first, it would be like, "Accept." I'm like, "Ooh, accept something. Accept a cash advance from my boss. Accept a ten percent." Nope. No. Accept the ugly girl instead of the pretty girl. Nope. No. Never accept the Lord that. Jesus Christ into your to your heart. Which you know is pretty good advice. Pretty good advice from you know it's interesting. People think Ouija boards run by Satan, mm-hmm. but God makes an equal amount of Ouija board boards. Mm-hmm. So obviously you got a God one. The heaven is sort of a, just the default thing, right? I mean, yeah. that's just like if it, if you're having a battery problem, it's like back to start, a factory mm, setting. Factory setting. It's like the Twix commercials. Mm-hmm. There's two factories on either side of the same road. Sure. And one is God's Ouija board factory, and one sure. is the devil's Ouija board factory. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah uh huh. Uh, so if you get a devil one. You're going to have some fun stuff happening. So right. say, like, you know. Fun stuff? Oh, yeah. Like, all sorts of, like, they're like, oh, does, does Heather like me? And it's like, kill her. Yeah. yeah. You know, stuff like that. Super fun. Heaven, uh, the, the God side is just going to say. You know, same thing every time. Except, yeah. Except write her a nice letter. Mm, yeah. Mm. Except the Lord Jesus except is Lord, your yeah. savior. And write her a nice letter. And write her a nice letter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does Heather like me? Write her a nice letter. And by the time it's done spelling it out. She's already married and has three kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's already Jokes become a conjo- conjoined twin with somebody else. So give up. Heather somebody like built you. a convent around you. Mm-hmm. Right. And you've mm-hmm. joined the priesthood. You've become a priest. Yeah. In, in the meantime. Well, that's a good advice for uh, whatever that guy's name was. Fernando. Uh, Fernando. Um, Fernando. So uh, just change out the batteries. Change out the batteries. Yeah, just go switch back out the batteries. The factory settings. Yeah, it'll it'll take it back to factory settings, and then you should be good to go. Yeah. Um, and then you should get those answers you're looking for. Yeah. Where else does that that advice apply? Change the batteries. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's the same for the Magic Eight Ball. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. If it just keeps saying uh, "try again," your vibrator. Like, mm. Yeah. Vibrator. I was gonna if say blow up doll, but if the vibrator sure. keeps saying "try again." Yeah. That's something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. Crystal balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crystal balls when you're, you know, like, you, it's just foggy. You're not really seeing what's going on. Yeah. Much clearer if you just switch the batteries out. They take nine volt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're old school. Mm-hmm. It's true. True. Mm-hmm. Well, Andy Panda, we've loved having you on the show. You've given a lot of good advice. Most of well, it had, you. you know, wasn't necessarily specifically about your show, but I feel like yeah. it was specific enough. Yeah. You know? It really like, just proved that you're a very knowledgeable person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can speak to most things in the world. Yeah. And so At least people, in the occult world. People could enjoy your show because how many 
how many sage uh, ad- advice uh, warriors do we have fighting yeah. the battle? Mm. Not many. I got Truth. the street smart. I don't have the uh, the collegiate education. Yeah, sure. the book smarts. I don't have the the where, where uh, academies. Uh, just the I, school of hard knocks. Well, okay, okay. But the actual school of hard knocks. Oh, oh, oh yeah, you have yeah, a degree yeah. from there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Run yeah. by Jay Z. Right. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, I, I bring the street smarts. I have a certain amount of knowledge from just living it. Yeah. You know. Wow. Congratulations on that. Well, thank you. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for coming on the show. What do you want to tell people the plug? Where can they find you? What should they go see? Tell them everything. Oh, dear. Well, go to Nerdist.com and look up the Terror Twins Present. And uh, while you're there, check out Bizarre States, uh, the podcast that I host with Jessica Chobot. Mm -hmm. Familiar. And uh, yeah, that's all I have to uh, plug right now. Well, fantastic. Um, This has been Mystic Party. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at at Bria Grant. I'm at Zane Grant. And Kiki... At Kiki the Don. Andy, what is yours? Andrew Bowser. Andrew Bowser. Don't look for Andy Panda. Look for Andrew Bowser. <laughs> um, like and subscribe and write us lovely reviews and write on our Facebook page. There's all sorts of fun stuff going down. And write a letter. Write a letter to her and tell her you like her. You know, or kill her. Thanks for listening to me, everybody. Hi, I'm Ryan. And I'm Jeremiah. And we are hosting a new comedy writing podcast called Fish Out of Water on Boardwalk Audio. Each week we invite a new guest to talk to us about writing for television, movies, the internet, and live theater. It's going to be fun, exciting, and invigorating. That's our Fish Out of Water guarantee. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at F-O-O-W-Pod. Yay! Yay! As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.